You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by BetMGM, Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth with you at 11 a.m. Mike Rutherford, manager of thecardchronicle.com will join us. He's also the host of the Mike Rutherford Show Cannot wait to talk to him about the brackets. And of course, I buried the lead. Joe Ostrowski is back. He's got the Orlando glow fresh from his Disney World trip. We missed you. At least I did. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We missed you. Like, oh, I better not speak for everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Mid 80s all week. And it is literally snowing outside right now, right here. Oh, man. Literally snowing. So, yeah, we had like a 50 degree weather change. And then the clocks adjustment too like that was a two hour delay on the way home but not not gonna complain it was uh mostly a very positive uh positive trip but like i come back into the heat of it i i I have some stories to share maybe we'll get to later in the week but like everything is going on the bears make a a big trade the number one draft pick is move of course selection sunday goes down yesterday and uh the entire sports world if you're into betting at all if you have not been not been following along all season what you're doing is it's like we're back in high school it's cram city until thursday i know we get tuesday and wednesday and those are fun but everybody is cramming trying to find out every uh edge every, any bit of info about all these teams and aaron these lines it was wild last night to see the openers i think tennessee was one of the biggest movers out there and just the discrepancy that we would see from sportsbook to sportsbook. Like, I, I saw one game where, okay, one place had nine, one place had 14. Like, it, 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 they're just like, okay, guys, figure it out. Tell us what the number should be because uh, we have a lot of disagreement between books. Yeah, and we'll get into that in strategy. We're going to break down the brackets region by region throughout the show this morning. But you mentioned it. We've got to talk about this NFL news. We've got a shakeup in the draft. The Panthers trade up, and now C.J. Stroud, not Bryce Young, is the heavy favorite, minus Mm -hmm. 300 to go first overall. And while you were gone, we had some guests on. I mean, everyone we talked to thought, yeah, the only thing I'm confident in is Bryce Young is going to go number one. And now it's like, uh-oh, a little shakeup here. It's crazy what's happening in the NFL. I can't believe it happened this early. From my perspective, which is mostly Bears, I can't believe it happened. We all expected the Bears to trade the number one pick. There, there was some chatter. And you're going to do this with months and months leading up to this about moving on from Justin Fields. That, hey, if you love one of these quarterbacks – keep him uh rather trade him and then you know because ryan poles did not bring in justin fields it never happens this early though 
That's what I find really interesting. And I can't sit here and rip polls for like, oh, well, why didn't you wait until the last hour? Because that's when teams are really desperate. No, Carolina was desperate on Friday. They gave up a ton <laughs> for what we all think is going to be C.J. Stroud. Like, the Bears' biggest issue is receiver, and this is a bad receiver draft. This is a bad group as far as free agency, so there was no way out. That's why they made the dumb trade for Chase Claypool. They gave up way too much given uh, that second-round pick, and it ends up looking like a first-round pick right now. And he's been criticized, and I think that's fair. But the thinking was, i got to do something here because there's nothing on the horizon. And they went out and got DJ Moore. I mean, that <laughs> blew my mind. Like DJ Moore is phenomenal, and he's produced, Aaron, with very – poor quarterback play, which is something he might have here. We don't know what Justin Fields is yet. We know what he is as a runner. We don't know what he is as a passer. I can't criticize the Bears at all. I think it was a great trade. Even if they had waited to the, to the let's say, draft night, maybe an hour before the draft starts, they had waited that long. Do they get a better deal on the table? I don't think they do. That number one pick they got from Carolina, that might be a top five pick, too. And so they move down to number nine. They're clear, they clearly don't love, love, love any of these quarterbacks in the draft. I love what Poles yeah. did, but the, the thing is, he's got to hit on a lot of these draft picks. What's really fascinating is he's, he thought it was advantageous to him to make the move now. So now going into free agency this week, we know where we stand. Okay? Justin Fields is our guy. We got our picks. We don't have to worry about that. Let's move on to the next thing. So I... I, I can't say that the Bears won. They may have won. It depends what they do with the picks. But, man, teams that need a quarterback do some crazy, crazy things. And I think the I Panthers know. did a crazy, crazy thing. Because I don't have Stroud as a Hall of Famer, but, but they think he has that ability. So, I, know, I was going to actually ask you as my follow-up question, because you are very critical of the Bears. So, are, are you a little excited? I know you obviously are from Chicago. Is it kind of like, wow, things could actually be turning around. They might actually be doing things the right way. Well, they need a million picks <laughs> to turn this thing around. Because, remember, they got rid of just about everything on defense. They have to build a brand-new defense. Um, we're trying to figure out what you are with Justin Fields, and you're trying to fix the offensive line, trying to give them – they need everything. They need everything. I see a lot of people talking about them winning the North. Okay. Okay. I know it's a wide-open division. We've talked about that, and maybe we find out it's a boy that Aaron Rodgers is leaving the division, so it's open. But as far as talent level, like, yeah, they're still fourth. They're still fourth in the division. Plus 350 to win the North? Like, that's a joke to me. That's a joke. They could do it, but they need, like, everything. They need to build a core of a team. They need to build uh, offensive line, defensive line, in, a in addition to playmakers. They need so I believe that they're going to make that sort of a joke. Well, I think it's exciting for the Bears. And if I lived yeah. in Chicago and was a Bears fan, I, I think I would feel relieved and have some hope on my side. But let's talk about the big story. The brackets are out. Um, my initial thoughts as I was filling out my bracket, I'm like, 
oh man, of course I'm going to like a lot of chalk. I need to do some more research. This can't be it. I've got to find some more upsets here because on paper, I'm like, why is it mostly chalk for me? So just revisiting mine, um, in terms of my futures, of course, we all know I had Purdue and Kansas State future. So they're in the same region. So that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Then I have St. Mary's um, and that's about it. So I'm looking forward to this. I think Alabama, I think they could do something. It's a team, obviously, I wanted to fade for some of the off-the-court things, but they've looked pretty good. I think they had some hiccups, some bumps in the road when all that news was coming out. But now I'm thinking I'm confident in Alabama. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One thing that I always find interesting is which higher seeds, meaning, you know, the 10 in the 710 or the 11 in the 611 uh, that are going to settle in as the favorites. Mm. When the sports books say, yes, this is the higher seed, but this is the better team, or this is where the smart money is coming in on. There's not that much of a difference, even though it's yeah. a 12 five matchup. I always find that very interesting. Uh, what what's happened as as the top get in the and the bubble really get softer and softer every year? I'm bored by what a lot of people in our position are doing this morning. I'm and you know I haven't consumed any of it because obviously we're on the air. But <laughs> what in in the old days it was always let's scream about who didn't make it. And the little TV that I did see. Um, like the selection show and some of the post stuff. I just I took in very little of it. But what I did see is there wasn't a lot of it. And I think it's a waste of time. I mean, we talked yeah. about, like this year it's open. There's no great teams. If you're in the bubble and you didn't make it, you don't have anything to cry about. Like, you know, like the, the Rutgers season. Yeah, no Rutgers season. They didn't make the tournament. And all these teams had so many opportunities to do so. So uh, the old days of crying about not getting in and this resume screaming, the Dick Vitale screaming. I, I turn off for one second. He's screaming about, I think it was Clemson, of course. Like, just get out of here, dude. Like, just stop. You, you have a million opportunities. You had some terrible losses. Get out of my face. Okay. So I, I find that interesting that nobody seems to really be doing that for the most part. The, the only issues that I would have, and, and obviously we'll break this down, is the biggest thing is just the seeding. Not the teams that yeah. made it and, and didn't make it. Just 
how they ended up doing the seating and some of the injuries that we're dealing with. Like you have a great, a, a strong, let's say strong resume, but you have a, a key injury late in the season. Like how do you handle those teams? Everybody's going to be fading them. And then what we'll hear more and more of over the next couple of days, uh, usually spots that I'll end up going against are these trendy dogs. Like everybody's going to talk about the same teams. Oh, I love Charleston, a team that you haven't seen play all year for the most part. You know, it's like, oh, oh, I, I love, I love uh, this underdog. They're going to make a uh, a deep run because Seth David said so. Minutes after the brackets are are released, I, I, I mean, I love San Diego fans. State. So yeah. yeah, but it's all you know, like people who actually like to visit Charleston may just bet on them or pick them yeah. to win that matchup because it's a cute little place to take a weekend trip. But yeah, I'm with you. That is silly. <clears throat> I am hearing a lot about people feeling like Texas A&M didn't get a high. They were seated too low. I would That is agree. one criticism I've heard. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And it stinks for them that if they do advance past Penn State, they're going to get locked in with Texas right away before they can even get out of that first weekend. But yeah, I mean, they had one of the best ATS records this year, hitting at a clip of 68%. They're a top rebounding team. They were top 20 in the net, a little bit lower in Ken Palm. I, I would agree with that, that a seven was a bit unfair to them. Yeah. What else uh, stood out to you? Uh, for me, it's Houston and this Marcus Sasser injury. Houston, as much as I don't want to admit it because of the mattress Mac bet, they were looking like one of the teams I thought I could trust. And I don't want to overreact to this groin injury. I need to see what's going to happen. But I would be a little leery if I did have a Houston future because he he could re-injure or like do something as well. So it wouldn't make me feel like, oh yeah, like this is a lock. Um, I would be a bit concerned if I had a Houston ticket. Doesn't it feel like, and, and this can be random, but it feels like there are more key injuries this year uh, than most. And maybe it's just the nature of this season in general that, one player out can change everything. Like there are some key point guards mm -hmm. out there, or UCLA. Like UCLA I would have came to mind. Yep. Yeah, if Clark was out, it was healthy. I think you could have made a strong case that they were going to be number one, or they should have been number one. But now you can't make that case. Now you can't make that case. Mm -hmm. They're losing one of the best defensive players in the country for the tournament. So I mean, there are situations like that which are really interesting. And then also, you, you want to keep an eye on these teams that have really gelled in the second half. And I, we saw it a year ago, and everybody's going to look for this year's North Carolina. And maybe you don't even have to lead that conference to find this year's North Carolina. I'm alluding to Duke, the way that they're playing right now. And may, maybe they were underseated. I kept thinking that, boy, if Coach K is there, are they really a five? The way they ended the season? I don't know that the committee can say that, that – they're truly a five if Coach K is there, even though John Shire was doing a lot of the coaching last year as well. So uh, on the injury front to some of the top teams in the nation, that's something that you really have to look out for. Um, and let's not forget yeah. Tennessee as part of this. Tennessee gets a four because of the resume. You have a Rick Barnes factor, and now they're going to be missing their point guard going into the tournament. So Louisiana, I could see a lot of people making a strong case for if uh, if they don't win there, maybe it's uh, it's going to be an early exit. That five twelve matchup, 
Duke Oral Roberts really fascinating because everybody knows about Oral Roberts. They were such a mm-hmm. great story, and they have a player that can dominate a game. And then you also have one of the hotter teams in the country in Duke uh, taking the, the conference tourney. Yeah, and it's going to be fun. We're going to break down the bracket region by region throughout the show. Up next, we take a look at the South region, Alabama. They had a couple bumps in the road with some off-the-court stuff happening, but they seem to be getting things together. We'll take a look at the South region next on the BetQL Network.